Hello, welcome to the Agriculture Podcast. I am your host, Mason Zink, and today we're going to be talking about irrigation. Irrigation is the application of controlled amounts of water to plants at needed intervals. Irrigation helps grow agricultural crops, maintain landscapes, and revegetate disturbed soils in dry areas during periods of less than average rainfall. Irrigation also has other uses in crop production, including forest protection, suppressing weed growth in grain fields, and preventing soil consolidation. In contrast, agriculture that relies on one direct rainfall is referred to as rain-fed. Irrigation systems are also used for cooling livestock, just suppression, disposal of sewage, and mining. Irrigation is often studied together with drainage, which is the removal of the surface and subsurface water from a given area. Irrigation has been a central feature of agriculture for over 5,000 years and is the product of many cultures. Historically, it was the basis for economies and societies across the globe, from Asia to southwestern United States. An An archaeological investigation has found evidence of irrigation in areas lacking sufficient natural rainfall and su- to support rate to support crops for rain-fed agriculture the earliest known use of the technology dates back to the 6th millennium BCE in Kuzakstan and the southwest pre- in the southwest of present-day Iran irrigation was used as means for manipulation of water and in the alluvial plains of the Indus Valley civilization the application of it is estimated to have begun around 4500 BC and is drastically increased the size and prosperity of their agricultural settlements. The Indus Valley civilization developed sophisticated irrigation and water sorted systems, including artificial reservoirs at Ginnar, dated to 3000 BCE. And is earlier is an early canal irrigation system from two two thousand six hundred BCE. A large scale agriculture was practiced, with an extensive network of canals being used for the purpose of irrigation. Farmers in the Mesopotamian plain used irrigation from at least the third millennium BCE. They developed perennial irrigation regularly watering crops throughout the growing season by coaxing water through a matrix of small canals formed in a field. The ancient Egyptian practiced basin irrigation using the flooding of the Nile to indicate land plots. The flood water remained until the fertile settlement sediment had settled before the engineers returned the surplus of water of the water course. There has been ev- there is evidence of the ancient Egyptian pharaoh of an ancient Egyptian pharaoh in the twelfth dynasty around eighteen hundred BCE using the natural lake of the Farium Oasis as a reservoir to store surpluses of water for use during dry seasons. The lake swelled annually from the flooding of the Nile. The ancient Nubians developed a form of irrigation by using a water well-like water wheel-like device called a sakia. 
irrigation began in Nubia sometime between the second or the third and second millennia BCE. It largely depended on the floodwaters that would flow through the Nile River and other rivers in what is now Sudan. In sub-Saharan Africa, irrigation reached the Niger River region cultures and civilizations by the 1st or 2nd millennium BCE and was based on wet season flooding and water harvesting. Evidence of Terence irrigation occurs in pre-Columbian America, early Syria, India, and China. In Xena Valley and Andes Mountains in Peru, archaeologists have found remains of three irrigation canals radiocarbonated around the 4th millennium BCE, the 3rd millennium BCE, and the 9th century CE. These canals provide the earliest record of irrigation in the New World. Traces of canal possibly dating from the 5th millennium BCE were found under uh, the 4th millennium canal. Ancient Persia, modern-day Iran, used irrigation as far back as the 6th millennium BCE to go barley in areas with insufficient natural rainfall. The Kunats developed ancient per- developed in ancient Persia around 800 BCE were among the oldest known irrigation methods still used today. They are now found in Asia, the Middle East, and North Africa. The system comprised a network of vertical wells and gently sloping tunnels driven into sides of cliff and, and of steep hills to tap groundwater. The, Nor- the Norai, Noria, a water wheel with clay plots around the rim powered by the flow of the stream or by animals where the water source was still, first came into use about this time among settlers in North America. By the by 150 BCE, the plots were fitted with valves to s- allow smoother filing as they were forced into the water. The ancient irrigation works of Sri Sh- Lanka, earliest dating from about 300 BCE in the region of a king, under continuous development for the next thousand years, were one of the most complex irrigation systems of the ancient world. In addition to underground canals, the Sinhalis were first built to completely artif- first to build art- completely artificial reservoirs to store soil. These reservoirs and natural canal and canal systems were primarily to irrigate paddy fields, which require a lot of water to cultivate. Most of the irrigation systems still exist undamaged up to now because of advanced and precise engineering. The system was extensively restored and further extended by the region of, but during the reign of King Parakarma in 1153 through 1186 CE. The oldest known hydraulic engineers of China were Sun Shu, 6th century BCE, of the spring and autumn period, and Xim Bao, 5th century BCE, of, Warren, of the Warring States period both of whom worked largely on irrigation, on large irrigation projects. 
in the Sichuan region belonging to the state of Quinn. The an irrigation system devised by the Quinn Chinese hydrologist and the irrigation an irrigation engineer Li Bing was built in 200, 256 BCE to irrigate a vast area of farmland that was that today still supplies water in the 2nd century AD during the Han dynasty the Chinese also used chain pumps which lifted water from a lower elevation to a higher one these were powered by a manual foot pedal hydraulic water wheels by rotating mechanical wheels pulled by oxen. The water was also used for public works, providing water for an urban residential headquarters and palace gardens, but mostly irrigation of farmland, canals, and channels in the fields. In the year 2000, the total fertile land was 2 million 788,000 kilometers squared, which is about 689 million acres, and it was equipped with irrigation infrastructure worldwide. About 68 of this area was in Asia, 70% in the Americas, 9% in Europe, 5% in Africa, and 1% in Oceania. The largest continuous areas of high Irrigation density are found in northern India and Pakistan, along the Ganges and Indus rivers, along the Nile River in Egypt and Sudan, and in the Mississippi-Missouri River Basin, the southern Great Plains, and in parts of California. Smaller irrigation areas are spread across most all populated parts of the world. By 2012, the area of irrigated land had increased to an estimated total of 3,200,000 and 24,917 kilometers squared, which is about 801 million acres, which is nearly the size of India. Advantages of irrigation are increase in food production, uh, protect, protection against drought, renew, 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 revenue generation, and mixed cropping. There are several types of irrigation. They vary on in how the water is supplied to the plants. The goal is to apply water to the plants as uniformly as possible so that each plant has the amount of water it needs, neither too much nor too little. There's surface irrigation, which is the oldest form of irrigation and has been used for thousands of years. In surface irrigation, the water moves across the surface of an agricultural land in order to wet it and infiltrate the soil. Surface irrigation can be subdivided into into furrow. It is often called flood irrigation when the water results in flooding near the or near flooding of the cultivated land. Historically, it has been the most common method of irrigating agricultural land and is still being used for most parts of the world. Where water levels from irrigation source permit levels are usually plunged by soil. These, this is often seen in terraced rice fields. Then there's micro-irrigation, sometimes called localized irrigation, low volume irrigation, in, in, 
low volume irrigation and trickle irrigation is a system where water is distributed under low pri low pressure through a piped network basically drip irrigation then there's sprinkler irrigation which is very self-explanatory uses sprinklers there's lawn sprinklers hose and sprinklers and then there's sub irrigation which is a method of artificially raising the water table to allow the soil to be moistened from the plants below the root zone. Well, that is all I have for you guys today. I will see you guys in the next episode. Hopefully you guys are staying safe out here during this pandemic. But I'll see you guys in my next episode. See ya.